Hello Gemini friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my horoscope video, Gemini April 2021 Astrology Must Knows. April is my second favorite month of the whole year and I'm going to give you all the details as to why and there's something I like even more about this month compared to my first favorite month of the year, which is March. So we're going to go into all of those details. This is an especially exciting time for Geminis because all of the Aries placements are making sweet angles and lighting up your Gemini energies in wonderful ways. This is a much lighter month for you than um, March was because all the water energies of March really douse your, um, you know, douse your um creativity and your excitement and your spark, but now you're going to have fire that's just going to add to it. So let's talk about all of these details. And as you will see, I'm going to go into a lot of details, but if you want even more information about how you can make the most of the energies this month and what's going on, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. You will get a list of all of the aspects of note of the month, what you may expect from them, the sweet dates, the salty dates, and you'll also get my 2021 sneak peek month by month. So if you want insights into all of the rest of the year, you'll get my 2021 happy scopes when you sign up for my free email newsletter at AnnieHelpsYou.com. Okay, so what do I love about this month? The first thing is that we have more sweet aspects than salty ones. And that is definitely something that sets the tone for the energies of a month. It's not everything, but it is definitely something. And we only have a few months in 2021 where that's actually true. More often than not, there's about equal or more salty aspects um, than sweet ones in 2021. But this is one of the months where we actually have a better ratio. And that is something similar to uh, March. We have some carryover of the beautiful energies of March that are flowing into April. If you haven't watched my March report, you'll definitely want to watch that. So the second thing is that we've got completely open stars, meaning we don't have personal planets retrograde. Personal planets being in retrograde bring us inwards and backwards, and they um, they sort of cast everything into uncertainty. Just kind of think about the time in January into February, you know, um, into the first part of March, things got called into question. Things that were sure, the brakes were put on, things got, you know, uh, either just completely dismantled, um, and you weren't able to really make very many plans. And that's very different this month. Starting at the end of March and all of April, you it's time to f move forward with your plans. It's going to be a lot of action, a lot of activity. For some people, there's going to be a lot of travel. And um, for those of you for whom travel can't manifest yet because of COVID-related or other things, then you'll, you're going to be able to see more into the future. This month is very pivotal for being able to make some future plans. So that's one of the very, very exciting things about this month. Um, and something else that I like even better about this month compared to March is that we've got a predominance of these Aries energies. So they started at the end of March, but what that means is the momentum. I mean, this is the time of year where there, of 2021, where there is the most momentum and more momentum than we've had since, gosh, well over a year. So forward movement. This is one of my favorite months for engagements, weddings, um, buying a house, selling a house, investments, signing contracts, anything that has to do with commitments, long-term commitments, and launches, big launches, bringing your business out, bringing your creative projects out, trying to have a baby, anything that is like a big deal, moves. <clears throat> this is one of my favorite months of the whole year for this. Okay, so 
The angle that's made between Aries placements and Gemini placements is a 60 degree angle. And so all month as the Sun and Mercury and Venus connect in making these 60 degree angles with your placement, those are the ingredients on a counter angle, what I call them, okay? So that means they're um, options and opportunities come in. And Geminis love options, right? But in order to make the most of these juicy energies, you actually have to do something with it. That's why I call it the ingredients in a counter, because you've got ingredients to make a pie, but you actually have to make the pie. But there couldn't be a better month, except March, because March is another, uh, you know, the second half of March is, is very similar to April. But this is really the best time of the year to do something with the options that come to you. So you'll have the, the opportunities and then you'll also have the, um, the energy, the momentum, the ambition to do something with them. Okay, now specifically, let's see what else I wanted to talk about there. Yes, yeah, so this is a time of restored certainty, of increased ambition, increased vitality, um, and, and in many ways, like hopefulness, optimism, feeling like, wow, things maybe, maybe things will be okay. You know, so this is, um, it's, it's a very exciting time for all signs, but it especially flows well for the energies of Gemini. Now, some other things specific for Gemini are that the area, an area of your chart that's being beautifully lit up called the 11th house is all about networking. Okay. So this is maybe one of the best months of the whole year for networking. So whether that's in person or if there are still restrictions in place and this has to be virtual, it doesn't matter. It's the, it's the power of coming together with other people. Online dating is amazing this month. Um, joining online communities, starting online communities, being the leader of an online community. Anything that you need help with, probably your answers are going to come through your friends, your connections, and you can massively increase the amount of people that you know and are connected with this month. This is also super fantastic for anything related to the internet. So um, launching websites or editing or doing anything with your websites, this is a beautiful time. If you've been waiting to bring your business online, this is one of the most wonderful months than there has been for a while and then there will be for a while because this is, you know, this is really the time for action and fruition. There's going to be a lot of recklessness, so just kind of look out for that because Aries energies are like, you know, like a bull in a china shop. And since it flows so well with your energies, it's going to make you extra rambunctious. Plus, you still have Mars in your sign, which we'll get to in a minute. So you just have to be careful to not spend too much, you know, not overcommit, um, and, you know, just try to keep your budget. Now, now on the topic of spending money, this is actually a month also where if you've had to make a big expenditure, this is a good month to plan that for because the energies look like you want to spend money anyway, <laughs> that you're going to be spending money anyway. So you may as well be doing, putting it towards something that you really want. Cars, houses, um, anything having to do with um, your devices, a computer, anything like that, this is an amazing month for making your device purchases as well. So, and there might be some really great financing options, things like that. Also, if you need money for anything else, and through a loan or something like that, you might see that come in. Okay, so now let's talk about Mars going through your sign. The first half of the sign, so basically, birthdays through like around June 5th 
you had Mars cross over your sign in March, or if you're watching this early, you will have Mars cross over your sign in March. And the second half of the sign, so basically like um, May 5th until, you know, or May 6th through the rest of the sign, or if you're watching for degrees, you know, it's about zero to 15-ish degrees, you're going to get your Mars connection in March, and then the rest of the degrees, um, 16 through 29 degrees, you're going to get your connection in April. And a Mars connection means extra vibrance, extra oomph, extra ambition, extra, you know, push, like if you're tired at the end of a project and you have to pull it through, extra of that. And also it can be aggression or anger. So there might be something that you've been mad about and it's coming to a head at with this Mars bump. But so just try to just try to be careful with the anger and not you know, try to process it through like exercise or writing or talking to a trusted person before you talk to the person that's annoying you because the combination of the recklessness and this sort of scattered energy of Mars and Gemini, you know, it's just something that could make you say or do something that you later regret. So you just want to just be really, tread really lightly because communication is going to be very clearly and, and smoothly um, coming out of you at this time. Um, and we just don't want you to say too much to the wrong person at the wrong time. And speaking of information coming out of you, this is amazing time, an amazing time for writing, for any kind of artistic or creative production, um, editing, publishing, anything like that. You are on fire, completely on fire, because Gemini rules writing. It's one of the two rulerships of writing. And so Mars in that sign might make you extra oomphy about that. And also your physical body. Mars in this placement might make you really ready to do something about your weight, your health, your regimens, your, you know, anything having to do with your physicality and also, you know, how you put yourself out in the world, like what you call yourself. Like maybe you're an intuitive hiding behind the title of engineer or something like that. And this might be a time for you to be taking some action on how you want to start placing yourself out in the world. Now, Mars in Gemini also brings a lot of travel. And so I alluded to this before, short trips, long trips, anything like that. Even if you're just getting busy around, it might be that certain things might um, start becoming live at this time, like meaning things that were virtual things for your kids, like classes that you took your kids to, this time might find you driving around your community more. Um, and hopefully that will be a good thing. And there's every reason why it should be a good thing, but you were definitely gonna be busy, 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 busy. Okay, so um, let's see. We're still moving through, see this is a very magical time for Geminis because besides everything that I've just talked about, we've got, Jupiter and Saturn in fellow air sign. And these are outer planets. So when outer planets are moving through the element of your sign, then these outer planets are speaking your language. Everything is about speaking language. Like, you know, in the, in the earlier parts of March, when all the water energies were predominating, that's not a language that Gemini easily takes in. Gemini easily takes in the fire and the air language. Okay, so this month we've got the predominance, this predominance of fire and air language. So things are going to, to go very smoothly, much more so than in the previous time. Um, and you've got long-term protection, long-term expansion, long-term um, stability. Saturn is trying to help you secure some things for yourself that have been wishy-washy. 
any places in your life where you have been driven to distraction and that that is common for Gemini's. Gemini energies love to get their fingers in a lot of pudding pots. Sagittarius is the same way and I'm a Sag. So I, I get this, you know, we, we are jack of all trades. We're interested in all these different things. We have 15 books on our, you know, nightstand at once. And that's wonderful. It's beautiful. But now is a time where you're, you're trying to figure out how you can take that seeming randomness or all over the placeness and make it work for you. And you can kind of see a model for this if you look at my work, like part of what the stars are trying to do for you, you can kind of look at my work. Like if you look at my websites and my schools and all the things I have online, I do a lot of different things, right? Similar to how you all do this. But I have it woven underneath one umbrella. My umbrella is a spiritual spark. Dot com, you know, AnnieHelpsYou.com. I help people, I spark things, okay? That's my umbrella. Now, underneath that umbrella, I write blogs about, you know, gluten-free living. I write, you know, healthy lifestyle blogs. I write horoscopes. I write books. I make subliminal programs. I teach courses. So all of these things that seem like they're unrelated that you are also doing, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing that, Saturn in Aquarius is trying to help you tie those together into something cohesive and stable and long-term that will continue to build and be monetized for you, okay? So really be thinking about what is your umbrella? What is the thing or couple of things that tie together your other you know, seeming randomness and openness? And how can you work on solidifying that umbrella? That's a really big key for you. Because the nodes, the transiting north and south nodes, are in Sagittarius and Gemini, and this has been since like close to mid-year last year of 2020 and will be until the end of 2021. Now, wherever the nodes are, this is working on, and this is especially poignant for the people who have placements in the sign that the transiting nodes are in. Wherever the nodes are, that's where the eclipse cycles are, okay? So most people don't really understand or know that there's a connection between that. But when we talk about the eclipse cycles, okay, the Gemini-Sagittarius eclipse cycle has been since mid-2020, is going till the end of 2021. That eclipse cycle, when you look for the whole time of that eclipse cycle, the nodes are transiting in that sign. And that's because the north node, which has to do with your highest expression in this lifetime, the south node has to do with your karma, for better and worse, the good things you came in with, the things you came in good at. You know, we all see kids that come in and they're just like good at, really good at certain things. Like, wow, you, you came in with that, right? Well, your south node point is, shows a lot of those things that you come in really good at. But it also comes in with the belief systems that can hinder you, hinder you on your dharmic path. So it's karma versus dharma. So Geminis are in a huge cycle now with karma versus dharma. And this is going to become especially important as the month goes on because we're getting into the next hot spot in the eclipse cycle. Okay, so we had the eclipses in November or December. That was a huge hot spot. I'm sure you saw a lot of things going on at that time. Now, May and June, we're going to go back and have an eclipse in Gemini, an eclipse in Sagittarius. But four to six weeks before those eclipses happen, which puts us right into April because May 26th is the first eclipse and four to six weeks before that is in April the eclipse season starts warming up and the things that had kind of gone into the backdrop come back into the hot seat. And all of this has to do with clearing up the perceptions that are creating you having a, a difficult experience. 
and stepping into your highest destiny, your highest expression this lifetime. And for many of you, this is going to be in education. This is going to be in taking in information and sharing information. Geminis have an amazing capacity for research, like just pulling in a lot of information and then telling other people about it. You learn through teaching as well. So whether you're actually a teacher as, you know, like in a grade school or in a college, or whether you're like a person who loves to teach, this might be the time when you start teaching and in, in one way or another, and that becomes part of your work or you expand into a different division of teaching. But for many Geminis, there is something having to do with this energy of teaching and learning. So education programs might come in in a big way. There might be some education you need to change trades or to enhance your current trade. And this is all a really great time for that. Okay, so now while Saturn is trying to make you be more disciplined and make you more organized and make you more consistent with the things that you want to bring more of in your life, into your life, Jupiter is also expanding those things. So it's expanding your creativity, it's expanding your knowledge, and it's expanding your capacity to, um, to really, really shine. This is a, just such a magical time for Geminis in a long-term way. And this month is like a, a major positive point in this, um, in this cycle. I also really like this month because we're not, you know, eclipses can be very exciting and can bring in lifelong dreams. And, th- and it is going to happen. I've been seeing it happen for myself. I'm a Sag and, you know, I'm, I'm here with you through this cycle because these are the opposing and complementary energies and we're getting really activated during this t- cycle of the mid- middle of um, last year into now, or I mean, until the end of 2021. But what you'll notice is that you're having a lot of extra support and a lot of extra inspiration. And some of that might have been buried under the muckiness of what's been going on with COVID. But this is a month where that can start to pop out in a really big way. But one of the other reasons why I love this month is that although eclipses can bring in amazing things, they also often require us to say goodbye to some things. Some of those things we really don't want to say goodbye to. Um, And it can be very stressful and, you know, and anxiety ridden, just also the unknown. But in April, we're not deep into the eclipse season yet. May and June, it's going to be a lot of tension that goes on in those months. And in April, you'll start to feel it, but we're not feeling it completely yet. So it's just still kind of like this nice month of, a, of lighter energy, of, you know, less heavy emotions, you know, uh, compared to the water energies. Now, one point on that is that we do have a water full moon this month. So there is going to be a lot of heavy and high emotion in the days around April 26th. So your your deep relationships are going to come into the forefront, your intimacy, anything having to do with sex and power and um, getting help from people in connected positions or you being a person in a connected position and helping or mentoring or connecting other people to things that they need. But because it's a, you know, full moons already are like a shaking off of emotions. I always imagine like our auric fields and auric fields are real. They're scientific. They're not metaphysical. And science is going to be proving this more and more. And you will see this in the not too distant future coming into the forefront where auric fields are actually real things. Sensitives can feel them. Just, you can kind of pay attention to this through the waxing moon cycle. In the, in the time of the building up towards the full moon, emotions and energies and everything builds up in your field, build up in your field. And the full moon is a time to discharge them, like a dog shaking off water, water representing the energy, right? 
So we already have that, but when we have the every full moon, when we have a water full moon, it's going to be extra emotional. It doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing, but it's going to be highly emotional, and that's going to put the brakes on on some of these, you know, these um, flowing energies that we've been talking about. The end of the month does start to change, um, and the flow that is present for the first half, first, you know, three quarters of the month, will start to shift and ground out into ones that require much more discipline, much more organization, much more consistency. And and so kind of getting the vision together, getting the dream together, getting everything on paper, taking some big actions, then like the actual big work is going to be gelling more as the month goes on because as the planets move into Taurus, that's an earth energy. But um, yeah, but pay attention around this full moon. It could bring water where it shouldn't be, including like water storms, you know, flooding, pipes bursting, things like that. Also at the the last 10 days of the month, we're having three aspects with the planet Uranus. And those aspects are in Taurus. So this can bring some interference with the stability that's trying to form. And it also may test your mental space, okay? Gemini's part of your mission has been to secure and strengthen your mental space. Geminis are all over the place and you can think so much faster than so many people and you're like light years ahead. You're like, okay, I already figured that out. I already thought about that. But that can lead to a little bit of instability emotionally and mentally sometimes. And if you've been working on strengthening that, that's fantastic. This is a time to do that. You might get some tests to that at the end of the of the month when Venus and Mercury and the sun connect with Uranus. Don't fear it. It doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Tests can sometimes be good things because it just shows you where you're at. Um, and also, these combinations can bring in great surprises, not just jostling of an, of an unwelcome kind. People will have money come out of nowhere. People will have insights and realizations come out of nowhere. They'll have like crazy communications come out of nowhere. So the, the end of the month is, is more of a wild card um, time. So just sort of expect the unexpected at that time. But in general, this is one of my favorite months of the whole year for Gemini, and I hope that it's wonderful for you. I know I've given you a lot of information, but if you would like even more information on what's going on in the stars and what you can expect, then definitely utilize all of my free resources. You can click under this video on the more button with the little arrow, and it will reveal all of these links that take you to all of these different resources that I have. You'll definitely want to go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. It's positioned right there on the front page. It'll say, Dear Friend and it'll have a space for your um, name and email address, and you'll get my sweet and salty list, including a detailed write-up of the month, one month early delivered into your inbox, plus other goodies. You'll also get access to my 2021 Happy Scopes, which gives you an overview of each month of 2021, so you get a super sneak peek in all into all of the months um, ahead for 2021, and what to celebrate, what to watch out for, and how you can make lemonade in situations where there are some lemons. Um, You can also get my Shine, my 28-day virtual coaching program for free when you sign up for my free email newsletter. So I give lots of goodies to my email community and you can become a part of that by going to AnnieHelpsYou.com and signing up there. If you want written horoscopes one month early, written by me, and then also other lifestyle blogs, then you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com and check out all the goodies there. It's a beautiful, beautiful site. It's worth a peek just to check out how pretty it is. And there's lots of great information for your astrology kissed life. If you want to have some free courses, you can go to my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, at LoomLife.com, L-U-M-E. 
life.com. You can see my free courses there, including Unleash Your Money Magnet if you're trying to work on manifesting more money. And you can also see my paid courses there, including my crazy in-depth Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course that will prepare you to do whatever you'd like to do with astrology, whether it's for your own self-development, helping your family and friends, or actually doing astrology as all are part of your profession. Also check out my new book, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe, which you can find anywhere and everywhere. It's actually in the physical locations of every Barnes and Noble and Books A Million in the United States and in many stores abroad and everywhere online. And you can also see my other book, Radical Prayer, Transform Your Life in the World in 28 Days. And you can find that anywhere online as well. So I hope you have a wonderful month. Make sure you look at all the resources underneath the video. Click the more button and I'll see you next month. Bye.